the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. information to cover today but i am admittedly distracted by the wgn news on here in the studio apparently chicago is in the midst of explaining five-year-old homicides 40-year-old women being killed by drag racers who lease their cars and we're adding a star to the flag now chicago's gonna have five star not only is that gonna mess up a lot of irish guy tattoos however chicago is a one-star city are you not looking at the same news I'm looking at? These are one-star people. You want to talk about a wretched form of existence and humanity. It's a Chicagoan. Are you looking? By the way, I lost uh, the pool. I, I picked 62. Honey Bunny picked it at 37. Nice, oh. nice pick. Nice pick. Um, that's almost as pathetic as what's going on in our economy. And not a word of it. You know, the stock market lost 1,000 points on Friday. Lost 187 today. That's representative, you know, it's hard to quantify, but at least a trillion dollars in national wealth. Trillion dollars, gone, gone. Same time, natural gas has quintupled since Donald Trump was president or Joe Biden stole the office. That's a big deal. That's a very, very big deal. Every policy this feeble fascist pig, corrupt asset of China and Ukrainian oligarchs has is rooted in absolute force. These stupid morons, inside trading whores, are completely changing the dynamics of the most important commodity on the planet, energy. And they're calling other people fascists? In fact, they do not have a plan, not one policy or plan, that can be done without forced participation. Nobody's going to volunteer to participate in the corrupt schemes of the Democrat mafia. Not one. From their health care to their economic schemes to their social engineering, they cannot do it without laws, force, and extortion. And this stupid, pathetic excuse of a human being, and the entire party for that matter, the entire party, you're calling people who want to make America great again fascists? How about the people who want to make America free again? Are they fascists too, you stupid Stupid people. But as you look at the news, you can always tell where the stupid live. Always. Karen, this is the latest in a string of violent attacks on the CTA and comes just after Chicago police and the CTA announce additional security efforts on their trains. And hope doesn't matter how many you have. They're living and trying to police scum who have the characters to want something for nothing at the cost of somebody who achieves. And they sit there with that stupid, 
arrogant look on their face, wallowing in ignorance and failure, and cannot exist without the decent people of society being constrained and extorted and robbed. And they're calling me a fascist? You fracking idiots. What's this guy's name, honey bunny? Jamie? I always like when they name the men Jamie. Jamie Harrison, DNC chairman, who wouldn't have the job if he didn't have the correct proclivities, pigmentation, and orientation of a Marxist fraud. Mr. Chairman, earlier this week, the president referred to the MAGA, Make America Great Agenda, as almost like, quote, semi-fascist. No, no, no. Why do they say agenda? Make America Great Again. Because when you rat bastards steal an election, America sucks. It loses its freedom. It loses its principle. And above all, it loses its wealth. See, that's what you're really doing, you frauds. So keep enriching your deadbeat welfare roaches through different programs of phony altruism. Keep doing it. Because that's all you got. If anybody even takes a look at the sewers you represent, My idea of secession will be a reality. Mr. Chairman, earlier this week, the president referred to the MAGA, Make America Great Agenda, as almost like, quote, semi-fascism. You heard the president's inaugural address the same way I did. In that inaugural address, President Biden said we should not view each other as adversaries in this country, but as neighbors. And we should treat each other with dignity and respect. No, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't afford to do that. If you could, you wouldn't need an army of new IRS agents to go after people who have already already paid their taxes to comb over how they could extort them more to pay for your welfare army of roaches. And by the way, the oligarchs in your system, they don't pay taxes. Plus, they have your favoritism, like your corrupt scum from your Department of Justice. Is it really Department of Justice? I, I don't think we should go with that anymore. Let's call it um, the KGB... What do we want to call it? Do you want to call it a Gestapo or do you want to call it an Inquisition? Oh, I like Inquisition. What difference at this point does it make? Yeah, corrupt will do. Your corrupt Department of Justice led by ferret-faced Chicago capo and the Democrat mafia. Merrick, I can't satisfy a woman, Garland. How does semi-fascism as a label for the Republican Party fit with that inaugural address? Well, the one Think thing about it, that President Joe Biden has been has always been consistent, and he he's been a consistent jerk off. Has always been somebody who does what my grandfather used to do, which is your grandfather was a corrupt political whore who used to swindle people. Oh, it makes sense how you got the spot. It certainly wasn't on your intellect. Speak it plain. Say it plain to the American people. Say it plain. I stole the election, and everything I do is to benefit my corrupt party. Is that what he says? Jamie, you fraud. You know who does say it plainly and correctly? The moron who suffered from the stroke, who can barely walk, fits right into your party, intellect of a, of a titsy fly. Fetterman, running uh, in Pennsylvania. He does speak it plainly. In my own state, they are going to pass... Uh, attempt to pass a, a constitutional amendment making sure that universal voting ID for every time you vote, not just when you sign up to vote, but every time you vote, because they understand that at any given time, there's tens of thousands of Pennsylvanians who typically typically are on the uh, are on the, the poor side and, and are people of color that are less likely to have their ID at any one given time. Now, there's two things in that dimwit statement. 
Number one, the overarching fact that they cannot afford to have the voter logs have any integrity and any way to audit and any way to check the voters because then they cannot steal the election in the way that they stole the 2020 election. That's number one. Number two, he gives you a window into what the intellectual elites of the Democrat mafia really think of minorities. And every once in a while, it's almost sickening and refreshing to hear them basically say, if you're a minority, you're too stupid to get an ID. That's what they say. With their policies, they say you're too stupid to get in school. You're too stupid to get a job. You're too stupid to earn an appointment. Now, at least they're saying you're too stupid to have an ID. And I think to myself, how much longer are my fellow uh, uh, brothers of different race going to tolerate this? Because I've been blessed in life. I don't look at people through color. I look at them through character. And I decide after they open their mouth if they're the scum of the earth, the one-star Democrat roach that they prove themselves to be. And you'd be surprised how many people of all races fit that. But to see this, I, he, he better thank God I'm not a minority. Because the idea I would let a political whore, let alone one who, one who is intellectually hampered by a stroke, not to mention he was a trust fund moron before the stroke, tell me that I'm too stupid to have an ID. You better say that to people who need your welfare, Cheese, because men of character, women of character, wouldn't tolerate that. But if you're waiting for your tuition to be paid, your mortgage to be paid, your food to be paid, you'll take just about anything, and you keep voting for these rat bastards, and you keep them in office. And then we let them prove exactly what kind of fascists they truly are. As we transition to this clean economy, we want to make sure people have access to the fuels that they need to either go to work or flip on a switch, etc. We know it's a transition, but ultimately this is why we're pressing on the accelerator to be able to move to clean. Because if we don't have to rely upon the volatility of fossil fuels or at least uh, or of countries who are exporting fossil fuels that don't have our interests or at, my, in, at heart or don't share our values, that's really what will make us energy independent, energy secure. I guess the people who are too stupid to have IDs are too stupid to figure out that she's enriching her own companies and her own contributors. I mean, that does explain the Democrat mafia. Obviously, the people who support them are too stupid. After all, they can't get IDs. Can't imagine them to understand who Jennifer Granholm is, let alone the consequences of when government tries to price fix energy. Idiots. This just guarantees a doubling of natural gas as we see it. UK households will pay almost triple the price to keep their homes this winter compared with a year ago. That's after the industry regulator Ofgem raised the energy price cap on the back of soaring gas prices. For more, let's talk to... See, you know why I play this clip, Squirrel? Because the UK, with their phony accents, who act all elitist, even though 90% of them are first cousins that they keep marrying each other, the inbred bastards, they're, they're close behind the Saudis. These idiots keep trying to price fix and help their people. You know how it turns out? We're one in six that are delinquent on energy bills. They're four out of six. Will Mathis. Uh, Will, good morning to you. Tell us more then about this announcement from Ofgem. It's commonly misunderstood that this is the maximum a household will, will pay. That's not quite how the cap works, but it, it's a really interesting guide and a kind of scary guide as to where prices are heading. Yeah, I mean, this was a cap that was brought in to cap profits for the suppliers. So it limits, you know, how much you pay per unit of energy. But those evil suppliers and their profits. Guess what's driving up the prices? 
The policies of the socialist scum, like every moron Biden voter, everyone from the one in your office to the one in your family, every lowlife scumbag underachiever who couldn't have a job, an income, or even eat if it wasn't for corruption and government cheese and handouts. Maybe it's time we stop taking the advice of losers who support Democrat scum here and abroad. Still, you know, the more you use, the, the more heat you have to consume to keep your home warm this winter, the more you'll pay. So this is like a guide for a typical bill, but depending on what the weather is this winter. Why do they all sound like Valley Girls? Every single one of these socialist Democrat mafia morons sound like little Valley Girls. They all got those soft, buttery hands. Could be, you know, much more expensive for some people. Mm. Good morning, Will. In Europe, we've seen governments right across the continent take a number of measures to cut gas consumption with the winter coming. You're not going to cut anything. You're going to drastically increase the cost of everything as the wealth of the people in the private sector is crushed. Because this is what happens when a corrupt, Democrat, incompetent, fraud, fascist, Marxist scum takes over. Now all they have to do is call you. A fascist. I know you are, but what am I? This is what we're dealing with. Scum. Morons. And it's going to be a rough, bumpy ride until this idiot is either impeached, in prison, or Gonsville. 312-642-5600. You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Just another manic Monday. Hard to call Monday. You know, if Donald Trump would have won, not only would things have been a thousand times better across the board, but he did win, would have been allowed to retain his victory rather than have it stolen by these communist rat fascist bastards. Um, but if the market would have went down a thousand points when Donald Trump was president, can you imagine the news? It would be the lead story on everything. It's not only just down a thousand, it's down 1200 since Friday morning and mums the word. Oh, uh, Nassau is not going to launch its rocket. Who gives a rip moron fix the wealth of the people. How are you going to fix anything? Everywhere there's a Democrat. I mean everywhere. One of the um, artists in the building walked out to his car and saw two bodies face down on the sidewalk. So we knew that someone was obviously dead or seriously injured, which we found out now. I guess they are dead. Um, But it's crazy. I mean, these young kids sit out there all day long. Don't worry, they'll still vote Um, in November. It seems like drug issues. They're always going up to cars. A group of them, 15, 20 of them all day long. The mayor knows about this, but what's being done? The apartment building I live on off of H Street, we just had a person murdered in a building, a brand new building off of H Street. Person murdered at work, I get it. Murders at home, you get murders. D.C. is just not a safe city. I mean, what is being done about it? Anywhere there's a Democrat in charge, it's not safe. Anywhere there's a Democrat in charge, it's riddled with corruption, incompetence, fraud, and the ignorant arrogance of their supporters. At least the dead ones, although they still vote Democrat, they, at least they don't, can't aggravate you. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, you were talking about uh, Fetterman earlier, and I just wanted to go along with your Pee Wee Herman uh, theme yeah. song that was played. He was a stroke before he had a stroke. Yes, he the guy was. Didn't pay for, the guy didn't make a living. 
he lived off his parents' dime. I mean, I think he literally lived in his parents' basement. Literally. Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, my, my hope is that the local uh, conservative radio hosts in Philadelphia encourage their Republican audience to get out and vote. Can I tell you something, Kevin? There's a, I went to a last Freedom Summit, or maybe it was two ago. I um, did a panel with a guy from Philadelphia, The Morning Show who I really liked. You know, I'm terrible with names. I can't remember his name. But I, <laughs> I loved him to death. And it was the election year. And he's like, the only big thing, you know, we were doing the panel. I said, the only thing that I, I worry about is what you see in these sewers, the theft of the election. And he was talking about Philadelphia and how similar it is to Chicago. And I said, well, of course it is. Oh, it's brutal. It's yeah. the same business plan. Lie, cheat, and steal. That is the Democrat fascist mafia. And all they have to do is keep pointing fingers and keep justifying how what, how good it's going to work if we right. strip money and property away from the people who work and give it to the scum, right. as long as the scum vote Democrat. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Right. What yep. do you got? What do you got? You want to say something else I could tell? Oh, yeah. No, what, uh, what I was going to say was I was listening to Ben Shapiro earlier, and he stated after the Dobbs decision came out, mm-hmm. they're saying like the uh, Democrats are coming out and vote more. But that's not the case. It's the Republicans aren't coming out and voting. It's very, I mean, I, I know you're talking about. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, Kevin, if you want to, if you want to stay in this game and, you know, pretend we got a shot, fine. Okay, then we'll stay in it. It doesn't look like my idea, well, which is the right it. idea to, put it- to separate from these idiots. But here's the other thing. One thing we can agree on, people from all parties, the government corruption in the in the so, so so-called justice system is something that both parties, both actual working people in both parties, can agree on. So I all think these, these guys, Republicans should run on yeah. defunding the FBI and firing every single rat bastard IRS agent that was hired, and then some. That's how you run, and, and hope- that's how you win. I hope they do it, Kevin. But we're dealing with scumbags on both sides. Thank you very much. Scumbags on both sides. Here we go. Let's listen. If justice wanted to charge the former president with a crime, doesn't it appear they already have enough evidence just simply on the mishandling of these classified documents? So if if any of us in the House of Representatives, who by our election we have, you know, in essence, the highest level of of security clearance. No, you don't, child. Adam Kinzinger, child. Little schoolboy, spritel. You have nothing. You're a two-bit congressman. So don't say whatever you do means anything. What you're talking about is the person you hate because you hate his character. But he was the commander-in-chief. Now, Kinzinger is going to do the exact same talking points as every Democrat rat out there, stealing from the people. If any of us walked out intentionally with even one document from the SCIF, which is where we can go see classified documents at, and you know our organization Talk about a traitor. Came to us, the House came to us and said, you got to give this document back, and we refused to do it for years... Uh, we'd be in real trouble. The hypocrisy of folks in my party that spent years chanting lock her up about Hillary Clinton because of some deleted emails or quote-unquote... First of all, scumbag, do-nothing child, I'm not in your party. You pretend to be in mine, you fraud. And that's all you really were. You were always a fraud, a child. What's your big claim to fame? You flew airplanes? So what'd you do? Are you responsible for the innocent deaths and the bombings in the Middle East as you sat there with your thumb in your ass? Is that what you're responsible? Your big claim to fame? I'm not in your party. You pretend to be in mine, child. But wiping a server are now out there defending a man who very clearly did not take the national security of the United States to heart. Did Adam Kinsey call for a hearing on these new IRS agents hired to 
extort the people of this country? Did he call on the uh, on an oversight for the Ukrainian bribe payoff of the Ukrainian oligarchs? Did he call on any of that? Is he concerned about the 70% of weapons that are being stolen through NATO? What, what exactly is little Adam Kinzinger busy with? Oh, he's busy with January 6th. All of you idiots that voted for him and gave him money should be ashamed of yourself because I'm ashamed of you. I'm just curious. Liz Cheney uh, said that in some cases she may have to help a Democrat win. Why don't you and Liz Cheney shoot the most uncomfortable porn anybody's ever seen, you two lying rat bastards? In the meantime, if everyone goes, oh, how could you say that he's a Republican? This is the kind of Republican Party you get when you buy that party lesser of two evils. This is what it looks like. Would you really have been worse off with a Democrat? How could you tell the difference? The only difference is this punk wouldn't be worth $10 million, and nobody knows how. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Elizabeth Warren, another monument to success. Another Democrat scourge fraud. You know, when she went to Harvard, it was $1,600 a year. $1,600 a year, and she had to lie. I look like Chuck Connors, and after all, he did play Geronimo. I must be an Indian. And it gets me, what, 60% off tuition? Oh, it worked good for Elizabeth Warren. Now all she's got is lies and bulldog. The good news is there's a lot of morons out there that are looking for something for nothing. What do you say to Brian and others who say that this is really not fair, that a student loan is just one kind of debt, and there are other people who don't have that but have other struggles that the government isn't helping them with? I don't even like that question, the government helping you. You know what's not fair? For somebody to work 16 hours a day and build a company and roach government political whores like this get 50% of the take. That's not fair. All of a sudden, we're dealing in fair. And let's who's going to decide what fair is? I know. Let's get these self-entitled, useless to humanity, roaches, to decide what fair is. That'll be good. They've never done anything. Most of them complete and utter bust-outs who simply are looking for a way not to pay something they said they would pay for. You know, I think a lot about fairness. And I think about how education debt is different from other debt. I look at... Education debt is different from other debt. How is it different, stupid? How is it different? See, all debt's the same. Man, oh man, you want to straighten things out? Let's rebuild debtor's prison. That'll take care of the Democrat votes. It this way. I wanted to be a public school teacher from the time I was in second grade. My daddy ended up as a janitor. My daddy? Your daddy was a rat bastard liar just like you there, cheekbones. And there was no money for me to go to college. But I found a public university that cost $50 a semester. And for a price I could pay for on a part-time waitressing job, I finished a four-year diploma. She must have sucked at that, too. I became a special education teacher, and it opened a million doors for me. That opportunity is not out there today for any of our kids. You know what else isn't out there? Chicago Mercantile Exchange. It's not out there anymore. You know, that floor, that single little hub of capitalism used to employ 200,000 people when you include back offices. You know what else isn't out there? Numerous, numerous private banks. Gone. 
all the people that worked in the back office. A lot of things not out there. A lot of things changed since Democrats scum like you became politicians, started to regulate things out of business, into corporatize them into a new fascistic America. Granted, the good news is nobody knows what fascism is, but it also has a component of corporatism, which is what you specialize in, isn't it there? Pocahontas. Our public education system is no longer creating opportunities for kids like me and other kids whose families can't afford to write a check. Yeah, nobody knows who Geronimo is anymore. Instead, we're saying to these young people, you've got to get an education, but we are going to wrap the the chains of debt around you. So, and for many, you're going to be paying it for decades into the future. You mean like taxes? You mean like the tax bills? The new tax bills? The ones that your new Gestapo are going to go comb through and make sure they only really audit Republicans? I mean, come on, let's just say it out loud. I hate hiding things. I like to say it right out loud. This isn't about taxes. This is about knuckling other, under the political opposition to your Marxist mafia. That's all it is. These 87,000 IRS agents will be targeted just like the FBI was. Oh, and that's true, too. Think I'm wrong? The question is whether that's what FBI is doing. Let me, let me just go on a little further. The, the evidence that the jury heard mostly in text messages and testimony of agents and informants of the FBI was that the FBI did not discover an existing scheme and take the plot, you know, collect evidence and take down plotters. Instead, the FBI appears to have contrived the plot, used its informants to draw people into the plot, and uh, provided logistical and financial support to what was, in effect, an FBI operation. That's called entrapment. Doesn't matter. Two guys just got found guilty and go to jail, even though they were the only two that weren't part of the FBI and the entire militia. Chuck and Dullivan. Hey, you want to talk about fair? In the year 2019, before COVID, I was doing 600 dozen A, 100 dozen to 14 restaurants. I had Oprah Winfrey chef, Art Smith, Blue Door Cafe, Blue Door Kitchen, Armitage and Halstead, and I made $125,000 off of them 14 restaurants. Yeah. And in 2020, I did zero because Lori Lightfoot shut them down and put them out of business. And to this day, I do not have any chickens or I do not have any eggs. You know so what let's talk about? I was reading, I was reading um, today about the one in six Americans that are facing shutoff on their energy bill. Aside from that, there have already been, there's 20 million households that are late, and the debt to the electric companies has more than doubled since COVID, and nobody's saying a word about it. You know what most of those people did? They worked in the restaurant industry and food providers of one form or another. The devastation done to this country by Republicans and Democrats can never be undone, but one thing's for sure, these rat Democrat bastards are going to take advantage to make sure it never even resembles the kind of America it was before this diaper-wearing dimwit stole the office. And that's a tragedy. How's your campaign going there, kid? All right, not that good. He couldn't pay his phone bill. Joe Willow Springs. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, Joe. How are you? Okay, you've become one of my favorite talk show hosts. In fact, you are my favorite. Oh, uh, thank you, bro. Say, ah, no, don't mention Anyway, uh, what I was going to say is with these... Um, this $10,000 the government wants to buy votes with. Instead, why don't they make a law and say that all of the schools of higher education that you had to pay for, they had to send you a check of return of 5%. 
Because I don't think it, I think that a lot of people don't understand exactly how this money was given. They say that it was 10000 up to 20000 on student loans, but they don't say specifically one name or the number of loans. I have a dear friend of mine who was one of those rare stories that started out in a ghetto. He started out with nothing, family of drug dealers, pulled himself out of the ghetto, and he did take these loans. He took, in fact, three of them. When he came into my mm-hmm. store yesterday, have our cigars we normally do on Sunday, he let me know that they wiped out over $60,000 of debt that he had mm. on three loans. So, see, it's not per student. It's per loan. And they made it wow. go poof, and they make it seem like it's for the people. But you know who it's for? It's for the government. The government literally gets to write itself a check. That's what happened. So when everybody asks how are they going to do it, they're frauding the numbers of the student loan business they nationalized. See, that's the fail of Barack Obama. So that problem we went from $450 billion to $1.7 trillion. People were not paying it because the government said don't pay it. And now when it comes time, hey, we got a problem, we'll pay ourselves. So they make it look like altruism. We're going to help out the student loans. They're helping themselves out and using useful idiots as, as fodder. And this is the game. Problem is not a lot of people are talking about that. They're also taking their eye off the many failings of the Biden administration, most of all the destruction of wealth of our nation in the result of our stock collapse. That's important, brother, but that's only important if you're in the private sector. Public sector doesn't care. They get their money. It's like that song, money for nothing and chicks for free. Problem is the chicks look like Kamala Harris. It's really not a bonus. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate the call very much. Thank you. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? I'm all right, brother. How are you? Okay. Listen, I got a few things. Uh, number one, a simple definition of fascism is, is when a party controls businesses, labor, and you can't oppose anything <laughs> that they say. Who does that sound like? It sounds like every municipality run by a Democrat and, like, and our government. Like? The does whole it government. sound like the Democrats? Sounds like our whole and government, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then the second thing is, is this Kinzinger... He said that it's nothing personal against Trump. Okay, it's nothing personal. It's about democracy. And it's because Trump is always tearing down the country. And it's because he loves the country. Well, if he loves the country so much, why isn't he running again? Why isn't he running again for, uh, for office? Well, I don't think he... First so, of all, he doesn't... So he does, he could, he's afraid probably that he would be exposed. He couldn't win. But he doesn't have to. Yeah. He started the Adam Kinzinger PAC... The anti-Trump, never-Trumper pack. He's raised a tremendous amount of money. It's a, it's like every one of these packs in which politicians own. It's a payoff scheme. It's a bad. Yeah, but I got one other thing. And then he makes a statement that him and Liz Cheney are going to, even if they had to vote for Democrats or Trump, you know, Trump doesn't uh, uh, get in to be president again. Yeah. I mean, what what is that? You know I mean, what? He reminds me, I think I'm going to call him Liz Cheney's rash. He doesn't even deserve his own name. Thank you very much, Rich. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I used to love this song. I knew there was something weird about him, though. There's something weird, though, about a father who takes showers with his daughter. That's awful. Fracking weird. Are you kidding me? No matter what the reality is of Joe Biden's past, these idiot, this army of entitled deadbeat frauds, they circle the wagons. It's really something to see, boy.
You know, Chuck, what's interesting about this when he, as you described, used the word semi-fascism to describe the MAGA philosophy this week. Let's go back to March when he was in Poland. He said of Vladimir Putin that he couldn't stay in power. And that became controversial. The White House, you know, backpedaled on that and walked that back. There's no backpedaling on this. It's clear that there's a more aggressive strategy. We talked about the way... Keep your foot on the gas. It's the greatest offense when you're a rotten scumbag, lying fraud. Many of the spouses out there understand exactly what I mean. Just stay offense. Don't answer for the failings, for the obvious fact, objective fact of your corruption. We have an asset of the Chinese and the Ukrainian oligarchs and oligarchs around the country, for that matter. American oligarchs and foreign oligarchs. That's who owns this president. And that's who will avoid all of the intimidation by the government, be it the Department of Justice, the FBI, or the IRS. Pick an acronym, Mark in Plainfield. Uh, good afternoon, Sean. Um, I heard that comment by Elizabeth Warren, and I have to laugh. I, she's complaining about lack of opportunity. Well, who's been in charge for the past 50, 70 years? As far as the high price of college, there's really only one way to bring that down. It's going to have to be a grassroots movement by our teenagers. They're just going to have to boycott college. Bingo. And let me say, and let me say this. If, if they did that, they could solve two problems at one time. Instead of going to college, if you're in high school, forget college, get married after high school and start making babies. And they'll solve the Well, here's the other thing. You could, do, you could do this, right? I know what college costs. I pay it. And you could do what I do or what I've done and made the offer. I'd rather give my kid the money so that they could go on and learn how to be a good producing capitalist. I'll subsidize them what the college would cost. That's far better than giving it to this elitist indoctrination system of socialism and fascism, which is what these colleges are. They all pretend to be liberal, yet like Joe Biden and the Democrats, they don't have a policy not steeped in force. It's really something to see. I think you're better off subsidizing your kid than giving it to enrich these frauds. Thank you very much, Mark. David in Lansing. Hey, Sean. Um, I have two other ways to deal with the socialists putting their programs on the working people's backs like this uh, college forgiveness and the IRS agents that are about to defund us. Republicans, don't forget this. If you use Facebook, you're making the traffic go up, which gives Facebook more ad dollars, which gives Zuckerberg more money to commit shenanigans on us. So quit using Facebook and Twitter altogether and Instagram. I did. And all those big t- I've never used you know, Instagram. Then, yeah, I don't use any. And then the other thing is you can go through your stock portfolio and see if you own Facebook, you probably don't. David, but if you do, you can sell it. David, don't give stock tips because here's what you okay. do. Short the damn market. These idiots are going to destroy 50% of the nation's wealth. Book it. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Listen, all these shenanigans that were going on with this uh, Federal Bureau of Injustice and all this other kind of thing. And Remember when Ray was going to take a look at her, he's going to get it straightened out. Then they got this John Durham, who's been who the heck knows where. He's going to go after it. But here's the point about all this. Whether it be Ray, John Durham, the whole bunch of them and everything, a whole bunch of the agents that were involved in all that Russian collusion stuff and all, <coughs> all kinds of other shenanigans, they're supposed to be under investigation from John Durham and that. You mean like Brian was- Otten? Brian Otten, who headed up the the Mar-a-Lago investigation, now I'm to believe that they took 
out of Donald Trump's house and didn't plant evidence. See, the problem with having no credibility is that they have no credibility. And whatever they say in regards to Donald Trump, it is similar to what Adam Kinzinger, also known as Liz Cheney's rash, says. Or Liz Cheney. Or Adam Adam, uh, Strzok. Or no, Peter Strzok and Adam uh, Schiff. You're going to take... Oh, you you guys are going to tell me what's wrong with Donald Trump and what he did? You, You have no credibility. In fact, now that I think about it, where does the Democrat Party have credibility? Nowhere. Everything they touch. Everything. Where's the Democrat policy of success? Can you name it? Don't feel bad. No one can. Three, one, oh, actually, we have a guest when I get back. You're going to love my next guest. It'll be after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. when I was trying out for this time slot, even before Steve Cortez got it, Jeff Mordock was one of my guests. It was at that time I decided exactly his character. He was my kind of guy who was standing in the pit fighting against the tide. It's not easy to be a White House reporter. It is when you have principles and character. You're not concerned what the opposition has to say about you because you understand their perspective. Jeff Mordock is one of those people fighting for the principles of America, and fighting for the right answer, not the most convenient, popular one. I want to welcome him to the show. He's got a tremendous amount of articles. It was like it was a three-day weekend for you. You did t- almost twice the amount of work as normal. Uh, I, I have a lot of free time, so that's how I spend it. Well, listen, I want to start with this FBI, because this is something, last week, I never really uh, knew the name Brian Auten or how many of the Trump scandals he was involved in i thought maybe we nipped it in the bug when i saw that uh peter struck and his viagra slayer girlfriend lisa page that just seems to be the tip of the spear turns out that this is a this is a deep bench with the people that don't like uh donald trump or for that matter republicanism and um i'm I, i'm thinking we're on to a bigger and, 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 and problem as i see another name mr uh Tybalt. can you tell me what's going on yeah, uh, Mr. Tybalt, he's been the center of a lot of controversy recently. He uh, several um, he's been he, several uh, whistleblowers have come out and talked about how top agents on the Hunter Biden probe have been scuttling evidence by labeling it misinformation. Uh, he has been one of the key agents um, on the Hunter Biden probe, and he's got a long history of anti-Trump, pro-Democrat social media posts. Um, Christopher Ray has called his behavior deeply troubling, um, and we found out that he was sort of forced to resign this weekend, uh, before this weekend. You know, Jeff, it's amazing how people forget that government is really only people, and these people have biases, they have prejudices, and they have corruption. I remember I was a kid, I had to do a paper on Martin Luther King, and then uh, as a young kid, before the Internet, and you see how the FBI targeted Martin Luther King. 
how uh, J. Edgar Hoover tried to drown numerous political opponents in, in scandals. This is not new for the FBI. And I, I, I'm, it's obvious that they have a political agenda and have for at least half a decade, if not longer. I mean, half a century, if not longer. And how much of this do the people have to put up with before we start a defund the FBI movement? to keep in mind um, that I think is getting lost in all the conversation about the political biases at the FBI, and they are legion, is the fact that um, there's a crisis of competence at the FBI as well. Um, They've screwed up the USA Gymnastics uh, case. They missed the uh, vote on the uh, Florida school shooter. Uh, It's not just that there's political bias. They've been dropping the ball on a lot of important issues, and I don't think that's getting enough attention either for that matter. So, you know, now that you realize that this agency, which has, you know, listen, as a young man, I thought they were, I bought all the propaganda. I bought all of the smashing the beer things and breaking the organized. But if this organization, the FBI, which is supposed to be rooted in the shield of law of liberty, if this organization is tainted with political bias, what must the IRS look like? Well, we're about to find out when they hire 87,000 agents to come and audit all of us. But I think this plan, there's a, for the Republican fear on this plan, uh, they've underestimated the incompetence of government that I think is actually going to be a flaw in President Biden's plan because people don't want to work for the IRS and the IRS is having an inability to hire people right now. And fears of 87,000 people, the IRS is struggling to hire one person right now, two people right now. Um, and to bring in 87,000, it's just impossible. And it's, and it's not going to generate the amount of revenue President Biden keeps insisting it will, because they can hire. Well, you know what else is funny to me? And you're the only guy to ever mention it. Their whole objective isn't to move forward with new policies. It's to comb over returns, tax returns, the people have already submitted, in some cases, decade ago. It's as outrageous to me. Outrageous. And then they hit you with the 18% interest. Listen, I know what this dance is, and I'd rather have the Gambino crime family after me than the IRS, because the Gambino crime family at least has to go through the effort of breaking into my car. The the IRS can steal my house. It's preposterous to me, this whole system we have. Well, I don't think people realize, as you just pointed out, the backlog of IRS files that they haven't even touched yet, which, again, because of the shortage of employees, I mean, we're going back over a year to twenty twenty to 2021 tax season, and they're talking about hopefully getting that through by the end of December, um, which if they're saying we're hoping to get it through by the end of December, that means they'll get through it in February, March of 2023, just in time for the 2023 tax season when we're still on the 2021 tax season. Um, and that's the problem you've got when you don't have enough employees. And then, you know, we've already had this issue. We had it in the Obama years. I remember who Lois Lerner is. We remember the scandal and the accusations. I can remember it all the way back to Nixon when they accused Nixon of doing it, and he did. Uh, how can there be no policy to protect um, the people Aside from, well, you got to just hope your tyrant is in charge. I hate this system. And as I look at every one of your articles, it seems to be the theme. The only chance you got is if your party is in charge. And that's not how my country is supposed to be. No, that's exactly right. It's, it's, not, it's not how the country should work. But increasingly, that's what we're starting to find more and more. And it's just 
shows, you know, about how politicized and weaponized every agency of the federal government has become. And your next article is the DOJ admits that seized material from Trump may have be protected by attorney-client privilege. The other problem we have is that they were seized by the FBI. To me, the FBI no longer has any credibility. I'm supposed to just believe they found things versus what my street intellect tells me. Why not plant them? Who's going to question you? What's to prevent them from planting anything? Nothing. There's absolutely nothing um, beyond the fact that the president, the former president has had um, cameras set up at Mar-a-Lago. There's really nothing out there that's going to prevent them from planning evidence. And we're starting to see people raise that allegation. What is stopping them? I mean, the FBI has had a history of planting evidence when they couldn't get a um, when they couldn't get a conviction in certain cases. Um so it, it really remains to be seen. But it is scary if the FBI is rating you how much authority and power they have over your case. And what's even scarier is that Merrick Garland, who is, you know, this is Chicago mafia very own. I mean, he's a Chicago Democrat. And as you know, talking to a Chicago radio host, they're the worst kind. And the reality is this, this entire entity is led politically by who's appointed by the sitting president. When did that happen? How can we make it stop? And why does the president get to appoint the guy who's supposed to watch over everything? Well, because the, the position of attorney general has changed over years, and that's part of the problem, is they've increasingly, and this is true in both administrations, this isn't just a Democrat thing or a Republican thing, is that the attorney general has sort of become the president's lawyer. You know, Eric Holder called himself <laughs> Obama's wingman. Yeah. They, they've become the personal lawyer, and that's never what they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be the people's representative to crack down on crime, the people's lawyer to ensure bad people weren't taking advantage of us criminally. And we've gone so far afield from what this position was designed to do. I don't know at this point how we get it back, because not only is the position politicized, But regardless, again, going back to whatever party you are, if you're a Democrat and there's a Republican-appointed attorney general or you're you're a Republican and a Democrat-appointed attorney general, either way, you're there and you know you're going to outlast them. So you don't take their policies and you don't take their directives seriously, and you're just doing what you want because they only have this job for four years and you've got it for 21. Oh, boy. Now, listen, I have to tell you, you know, I'm old. I'm over 50. Uh, there's been a lot of change to the definition of words. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Have they changed fascism? Did this somehow change? Because to me, I can't see a Democrat mafia policy with that's not rooted in force, that's not rooted in steering money to uh, uh, American oligarchs and a corrupt corporatism. That is, by definition, Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism. How can somebody who wants to, to fight for principles, liberty, and capitalism be called a fascist? Well, it's the lazy, um, it's sort of the lazy insult du jour these days when you don't like what your political opponents are doing. You just brand them fascists. And it, there's really no coherent argument, but it's, it's a loaded word that when people hear, they get excited and it's easy to condemn. But there's no, I mean, the, Nobody ever thinks about what fascism is or what it means. It's just a lazy insult to throw out there that uh, that gets people all riled up. You know what's shocking to me, Jeff, is that so many people are ignorant to what happened in the Democrat-run areas. The policies of absolute house arrest, seizing businesses. You were penalizing people for, for not 
uh, taking the vaccine, all kinds of things. And as this was happening, I thought to myself, how in the world could this kind of American fascism be accepted by anybody, but specifically a party that called themselves liberal? And here we are, two years later, after it, with the promises of new fascism. And yet these idiots are still calling the idea of liberty and freedom fascistic. It shows you just how really behind the eight ball we are as a, as, a, as a species, that we are in our intellectual infancy, when the people who are implementing fascism get to say fascism, and there's, there's fodder in the media. I, I, how do you ever win the position of objective fact and reality in this kind of soiree of nonsense? Well, you can't. That's that's the thing. That's the problem with you know fascism. It's you've got the people who are in charge now controlling the language, and the president always follow. You know, the BD always follows whatever the president says. If the president says the biggest problem in the country is paint. That's what the press is going to write. You've got the president labeling the Democratic Party as fascists, and you've got that. Um, you've got the media following that. A great example of how I think the media has really just been following with loaded words. Is, I don't know if you remember the bulletin right after the Mar-a-Lago raid, where President, um, I'm sorry, where Christopher Ray sent out a bulletin to FBI employees talking about that they've got a threat of dirty bombs from Trump supporters that's going to be <laughs> set off at the IRS or at the FBI headquarters, mm-hmm. and nobody ever sat and thought how how did Trump how did Trump um, supporters get their hands on nuclear weapons, nuclear material to make a dirty bomb. How is that? I mean, where was the incredulity on that? It seems to be so much when I saw the story uh, in Michigan. It seems to be so accepted now that the political opposition or those people who support Donald Trump are somehow willing to be domestic terrorists when the, the bulk of what people like me who support Donald Trump are calling for is an establishment of freedom, a reestablishment of my liberty. I'm not willing to go to war with anybody I want to simply be left alone. And this is something that I think they cannot afford to have society recognize. And that's why so much of the media spends its time steering opinion rather than reporting simple facts. Because if they did, I don't think the Democrat Party would exist. Well, you got a media that leans left, um, and they're certainly certainly parroting the, the talking points. I mean, that, that's been a problem. Um, I mean, I read the Post every day. And I'm even amazed at some of the things that I see in the Post each morning, um, how slanted they are. Uh, it's a just a... It, I actually had more no faith in the Democrat reporters. I did. When this, this story with the FBI and what they did in Michigan and how they, they steered the so-called militia and recruited the militia. I mean, I've got, I've got uh, uh, Congressman Bishop who articulated it today in the House. And you see the money that was spent, and then you realize the January 6th and how it's really just a kabuki theater. It's, it's, it's truly a staged theatrical appointment where they're not interested in anything, and they're covering up Ray Epps and the other FBI agents that may have been deployed through it. This is when you know, okay, I've decided that my enemy isn't Vladimir Putin. It isn't the old Soviet Union. It's the, it's the Marxist mafia right here in my country, and they're willing to lie, cheat, and steal, and they have complete control of the government. This is why I'm pushing secession. What do you think of that? Florida, we build the wall. has a whole new meaning now. So you want the wall uh, on the Florida border? On the Florida border, just stay out. I'll take all the guys from Venezuela that are leaving this kind of Soviet Marxism. I'll take all the guys from Cuba. After all, those are the only real Americans anyway. Um, well, I, I, one of the things... It'll be interesting to see 
when people start challenging the January 6th committee, we have not seen a lot of challenging uh, of that. We've not seen a lot of challenging of where, um, of some of the theatrical productions that they have produced. And, and to me, one of the things that fascinates me the most about this is they're really using a lot of Trump's, um, his signature stuff against him in terms of the TV theatrics, the, uh, the late, the, the production value of some of these, um, of some of these hearings. Um, it's really incredible how they've really taken a page out of his playbook and copied that for their own, um, for their own stuff, for their own, um, for their own agenda right now. What's funny. And the reason I said that, I don't know if you heard governor Holcomb. Did you hear this? I want you to hear this. No, I didn't. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong. Okay. Get out of town. That means you too. So I'll see you down there. You're going to love it. I've got some great restaurants for us to try. I've even got some zinc in case you get sunburned. I think she's out of something. Can you believe this is a governor of, of New York telling everybody to get the hell out? Well, in better weather. Yes, right. And taxes. In better weather. Yeah, these Democrats better be careful, because if we all leave and secede, who's going to fund this boondoggle? Right. Um, it, it, it's interesting. It, it's certainly the strongest rhetoric um, we, we've heard in a while, and it's surprising it would come from a sitting governor to curry favor with another party, but rather yeah. just tell that party to get out. I have not seen that rhetoric from a sitting politician, I don't think, in my lifetime. Jeff Mordock, this is why I read you number one, and I want you to remember when you write the article explaining the ridiculousness of these Democrat governors pretending to be successful, at least remember Kathy Holcomb is one of the rare Democrat governors with a waste We've got a beach ball here destroying things named Pritzker. I'll at least take my fascism with a waste. Thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you? Thanks for having me, Sean. Really appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Because you don't re- you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. Whew. Wouldn't that be nice? Just stay. You guys all stay together. How does it end? Not good. Not good at all. It's chaos. Sandra Montez Diascamillo was a mother and a wife. She was coming home after work as a housekeeper earlier this month when she was attacked. According to the Harris County Sheriff's Office, 18-year-old Jordan Montalvo and 17-year-old Carlos Romero Munoz kidnapped the 45-year-old woman at her apartment complex on Highway 6. Did you hear about this? Oh, this is great. She's 45 years old, working hard, walking down the street. She gets kidnapped. Guess who kidnaps? And forced her to drive in her own car to another complex on Rio Bonito, where they put her in the trunk of the Volkswagen and shot her to death. Huh. Investigators say they then turned on the third suspect and shot him. He survived. Montes de Escamilla had a teenage son. This is just like a Democrat happy hour. That's all it is. 
ABC 13 has learned at least one of the two young suspects is linked to another murder just six weeks earlier. Ah, let him out. Southeast Houston on Woodridge. On your own word, right? Reconnaissance? Yeah, let's have a special bill. This way, you don't have to stay in prison at all. What'd you do? You got a gun? You robbed somebody? Carjacking? Don't worry about it. We're Democrats. Patrick Maldonado was walking to the store around 9.15 on June 25th when he was targeted. Houston police released this home surveillance video showing Maldonado being chased, uh-huh. trying to get away, what happened? running through the bushes before he was gunned down. Maldonado was a widower. His daughter tells ABC 13 he had three children and was in Houston to work. Only the good people. Only the good people. And the roaches? You know what you need? A little bit more government assistance. Sources say the two teenagers are members of the brutal MS-13 gang. Bad hombres. I remember when there was a problem with those bad hombres. We're going to try and stop them. Not only aren't we stopping them, we have no idea what we're doing. And my favorite part is the Democrat hubs, the sanctuary cities, they get mad when you bust them in. Again, this is a part of an investigation. Um, The president hasn't been briefed on any of this. It is not that simple. It's not just that people are walking uh, across uh, across the border. Yes, it is. We have a a plan in place. No, you don't. Uh, This is not like switching the the lights on, right? This is going to take a process. We are fixing a broken system that was actually left uh, by the last administration. Just give everybody a Biden shirt that says vote Democrat. They will be anyway. You election-stealing roaches. Bob, Buffalo Grove. Uh, thanks for taking my call, uh, Sean. Anytime. Hopefully you got, hopefully you got my email and the pictures I sent you this sure, morning. Sure, I do. Looked wonderful. Uh, uh, regarding fascism, I know you've heard of this, but maybe your younger listeners haven't, because they may not date back to the Reagan era. But you remember what Reagan said. If, liberal, if fascism ever comes to the United States, it will become in the name of liberalism. You know, it's great. I love that quote. And you left out just one little tidbit. He said it to a devout Democrat. That's the best part about it. At the heart of my philosophy is much more libertarianism than... Uh, than uh, well, that's the fashionable word these days, I guess. Liber- a conservative is no longer just that. He's a libertarian. Well, always has been. Because how do we call a liberal... You know, someone very profoundly once said many years ago, that if fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of liberalism. And what is fascism? Fascism is private ownership, private enterprise, but total government control and regulation. Well, isn't this the liberal philosophy? The conservative, so-called, is the one that says, less government, get off my back, get out of my pocket, and let me have more control of my own destiny. Now, Compare that with exactly what's going on just in the energy sector of this country. As we transition to this clean economy, we want to make sure people have access to the fuels that they need to either go to work or flip on a switch, etc. We know it's a transition, but ultimately this is why we're pressing on the accelerator to be able to move to clean. Because if we You don't get to press on the accelerator, fascist inside trading whore. You don't get to do that. What the hell is going on, Bob? You know? I got one more thing for you. All right. You were waiting for that, Dan. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Dennis Prager. I listened to him, and uh, I don't know when it was, about a year ago. He has always been critical of what took place in Germany and how could the, uh, quote, good Germans let it happen. And he said, I have to rethink my um, opinion on that. 
because it's happening right now in our country. I love it. He's exactly correct. And never forget how the attacks on the Jewish people first started. Didn't start because of the religion. It started because of the accusation they were capitalist and too independent thinking. See, this is just the collective repeating itself. I mean, we're trying to explain this to Democrats. How are you going to explain this to Democrats? Look who they elect. Take a look at their vice president. She's really something until you put her clothes on. Bill for student loan forgiveness. We haven't gotten a concrete answer from the administration yet. Well, let's start with this. First of all, uh, a lot of the same people who are criticizing what we rightly did in following through on a commitment that we made um, to forgive student loan debt uh, are the same people who voted for a tax cut for the richest Americans. So when we look at who is benefiting from this, 90% of the people who are going to benefit from student loan forgiveness, make under $75,000. No, 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 Kamala. Get off the table, tramp. No, no, no. People are going to benefit, vote Democrat. And the reason you did it is to buy votes. So maybe they'll be distracted by just how much you've changed America and destroyed the continuity of their life. In fact, the Democrats, the still the ones who will vote Democrat, they probably don't pay for their own bills. They don't pay for their rent or their food. They certainly don't pay for their own natural gas, or gas for that matter. You've still got the union mafias that are connected to the government. You've still got the loyal welfare generation. You'll be all right, Kamala. Just keep your clothes on while the cameras are on. Bart, Bridgeport. Hey, Daniel. Always a pleasure. First off, it's reconnaissance, not reconnaissance. And secondly, I talk Melrose I'm, Park. If you don't, then too bad, jerky. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, baby. We say reconnaissance in Bridgeport, too. Don't oh, worry gee. about it. Look but, at you guys. You get one word right. You ever go to Bridgeport? It's impossible to order anything. Go I ahead. look it up. Yeah. yeah, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm worried about this 87,000 IRS agents. I am sweating this hard. This is going to lead to a civil war or something. No, here's what you and do. Then, You're in Bridgeport. You just register as a Democrat. They'll leave you alone. Don't worry about it. You know, I can't do that. Why? Conscience or a job? Both. (laughs) Well, then you better move to Florida. Thank you very much. I mean, it's so blatantly obvious. And why wouldn't it be obvious? They have to distract from what the real situation is. How many people are talking about this? This is a big story. Big story. Now, China's strategy slash bullying in the Pacific seems to be paying dividends, at least for now. The Solomon Islands has handed them a diplomatic victory. Let me tell you how. A U.S. Coast Guard ship was patrolling the southern Pacific. Uh huh. The vessel was called Oliver Henry. All right. It was on the lookout for illegal fishing missions. During the voyage, the ship wanted to dock in the Solomons. It wanted to refuel at the port. Just one problem. The Solomon Islands did not respond they did not give permission to the u.s ship it was diverted to papua new guinea instead now we don't know why this request was ignored neither the solomon's government nor the u.s has given a reason the reason is china said don't let them go to the solomon islands china said the u.s coast guard cannot go to the solomon islands and solomon Islands said okay and the coast guard scampered off to papua new guinea where apparently they were the tallest people on the island Everyone looked like Mike Madigan, of course, in a loincloth. And that's not a story? That's not a story? Well, I guess, why would it be? After all, this wasn't a story. 
We have some breaking news out of Syria. Officials tell CBS News that a small number of U.S. forces have suffered minor injuries after taking rocket fire from suspected Iranian-backed groups. That's called a war. And our soldiers are being killed in Syria. What's going on in the Solomon Islands? What's going on in Somalia? What's going on in Yemen? Where's all the weapons in Ukraine? See, the Democrats need to distract their welfare roacher base. They can't have them know about this stuff. You get free tuition. And you people that didn't go to college, don't worry. We've got a little something in there for you. We're going to give you more of the welfare cheese. You're going to love it. And uh, never forget how you always keep an election. In my own state, they are going to pass, uh, attempt to pass a, a constitutional amendment, making sure that universal voting ID for every time you vote, not just when you sign up to vote, but every time you vote, because they understand that at any given time, there's tens of thousands of Pennsylvanians who typically typically are on the uh, are on the, the poor side and, and are people of color that are less likely to have their ID at any one given time. And they're less likely to see if they already voted Democrat. After all, they're winning all of the retirement homes, all of the infirmaries, prisons, cemeteries. This is a party of real degenerates failures above all and you can never afford to let them focus on exactly what it looks like in these hellhole areas because then they would lose their base 312-642-5600 call sean now 312-642-5600 am560 the answer Afghanistan, year anniversary. How's that looking? What's it like to be a Afghani citizen that's not in the Taliban, let alone a woman in there? You think they're, how's the driving? They got a lot of female drivers? Or is it like Saudi Arabia? Huh. Here's President Biden justifying his decision. Look, let's put this thing in perspective here. What interest do we have in Afghanistan at this point? With Al-Qaeda gone. For that alone, he should be impeached if this country had any standards. But if this country had any standards, would 90% of these political whores be in office? Of course not. Debbie Dingle. What a moron. Pete Elburn. Yeah, so um, that vice president clip remind me of one of those uh, Escher paintings where the soldiers are marching up the steps on top of the tower Uh and they just keep marching up and nobody knows where they're marching down. So she's, uh, they're going to honor a commitment to have other people not honor their commitments. So their student loans, right? Well, how about the commitment to you as an American citizen that you will not be victim to the government picking favorites? That would be nice. Wouldn't that? Could you imagine? Nobody, nobody makes that one anymore, right? No, Pete, it's a, it's a fascistic world and the government is a gangster government. And then it's going to help out everybody under $75,000 so our 87,000 agents, new agents, can audit them. Exactly, Pete. And you know how many people are talking about what I just told you happened in real time to a dear friend of mine? It's not per name. It's per loan. So if one guy has four loans, it's a minimum of 40000 if he filled out his paperwork properly. It's a lot of money, kid. And that's why they didn't know the answers to how much it's going to cost. Although, do they know the answers to any of their actions? 
How did you feel when you heard the president say that you knew it wasn't true? Well, our position has always been that al-Qaeda is there because the Taliban hosts them. It's why we went into Afghanistan in the first place. Now, is this the same al-Qaeda we're funding in Syria, or is this the one we're working with in Somalia? What the hell exactly is going on? Does anybody care, or are you just interested in uh, how much is in it for your free lunch? Jerry, Chicago. Hi, Sean. Uh, Can I talk to you about this Mar-a-Lago thing? Go right ahead. I didn't catch your show when you first started. Go right ahead. I was okay. I was watching Mark Levin last night, and he read the constitutional laws that give the president power to declassify whatever he wants. Yep. Period. Yes. So why are these former U.S. attorneys, especially this McCarthy character, why do they come on TV and say that Trump is going to be criminally indicted? Because so they need ever stick up for this man. They need to keep the clips I'm playing about the foreign policy money laundering scheme of this country, they need to keep it going. He was the biggest threat to it. The money laundering scheme in our foreign policy is worth trillions of dollars. We spent $8 trillion, over 10,000 soldiers, 2,600 killed, the rest injured, and nobody gives a rip. And they're still acting like this diaper-wearing dimwit is the president. You're asking why? Because the scam pays big. Look at what you can do if you buy a Chicago fat ass on a municipality. He'll go against everything his mother and father taught him, against every principle he has in his body. 364 years, I mean, days a year, he will sit down and talk to you like an American capitalist who's proud of this country. But when he has to, he'll vote for the organized syndicate called the Chicago Democrat Mafia. And now they just exported it nationwide. Terry, you got 38 seconds. Uh, uh, this this week's uh, Fox News Sunday had on a, a refugee family from Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, the ho- the host said uh, they represent the best of America, and I think that was a bit of an overstatement. You know who represents the best of America? The American citizen who's worked his whole life and produced and been a taxpayer rather than a leech. Of course, they're not Democrats. They'll never get mentioned. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. As a young man, when you start to read about different occupations, the one that I had the most respect for, ironically, is one I have contempt for. But the reason that I had respect for it early on is because to me, to be an officer of the court, to be a lawyer, was a true occupation of virtue. It was somebody who fell in love with the ideals of the, of the Enlightenment, the ideals of Americanism, that law is to be the shield of the honest man that each citizen has unalienable rights, and that who would come to the rescue when they were being impugned was a lawyer. It's going to take but a, but a, those lawyers again, that few select percentage that sticks up for Americans by using Americanism as a shield to save us. I believe Larry Klayman is one of those people. He has been his entire career, which is why he's feared by the collectivist mafia that pretends to be our government today. Larry Klayman... Tell us about the new law. Thank you, Sean. Well, you know, I, I love having you on, and I always forget to tell people you are 
part of the founders of the non-for-profit Judicial Watch. You are the current chairman of Freedom Watch. And, uh, you know, this is why when I say you're somebody who continues to put up that fight, I I forget to sometimes mention that, but that's very important as well. Yeah, no, I founded Judicial Watch. Actually, it was only me in 1994 because I saw just how corrupt the legal profession had become, and I wanted to be the anti-lawyer, and I, I believe that I've been. Uh, it was Mark Twain who said, uh, what's the difference between prostitutes and lawyers? You know, One keeps their clothes answer? on? What is it? Go ahead. <laughs> From prostitutes, you get something of value. Oh, I like so. that. I like that. And, you know, it's something my best friend became, became a lawyer. And while he was in school, I used to, I thought, my God, this is going to be fantastic. I would go down to his law school, and I would see these guys, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, a guy said, it's the first time I heard the expression, it's a license to steal. I didn't know what he meant. But it turns out that's how most lawyers view it. They position themselves to be lobbyists and arbitrators of what I think is the only organized crime in this country, the crime between government and corporations and government and, and settlements. It's really a diabolical thing that You're feeds right, on itself. You're right. You know, when a doctor makes a mistake, you know okay, immediately. Yeah. You know, you leave a, a syringe in, in somebody's body. But when a lawyer makes a mistake, he or she can cover it up very easily. And, and that's one of the things that we're seeing today in terms of the cover-up of what goes on in our courts. We still have, to some extent, it's, it's basically almost gone, but some faith that our justice system works. It doesn't. And, and what you see with Trump is basically the final count. That's the final straw, not just with regard to January 6th, and I have class action lawsuits you know, against uh, the government in that regard, if you want to use the term loosely, the Gestapo of a Justice Department, but also in terms of the way this is being portrayed with this guy, Bruce Reinhardt, down there in Palm Beach, Florida, which is my home. I've been in front of him twice. This is the magistrate. He's not a judge. He's a magistrate. The Biden Justice Department knew who they had to go to. He wasn't assigned randomly. He signs off on this illegal search and seizure, and then he tries to cover it up by saying, oh, well, I'll release the affidavit, the underlying affidavit. Well, there's nothing in the affidavit that anyone cares about. Now I'll appoint a special master. Well, he'll appoint his yes man to go through the yeah. documents, or yes woman, okay? This guy, you know, has tweeted out vicious uh, insults and, and attacks on President Trump. This guy made rulings in two cases for my clients, one before I became a lawyer in this particular case, Laura Loomer, assessing $125,000 in attorney's fees for a case involving the Council for American Islamic Relations. And it's a technical issue. It's going to be reversed at the 11th Circuit. And then Jerry Corsi, very similar. He hates conservatives. He hates Trump. And yet, it's being portrayed, even by some in the conservative media, that this guy's a judge. He's not a judge. He's a total hack. And he's worse than that. So every area has their own Cook County, Chicago Cook County, where it's a joke, where the sitting judges are in investment groups with corrupt aldermen. This is something that's commonplace. And uh, this is really how, how these Democrat strongholds work. Not to mention, isn't this judge also have a, a tainted past with Epstein? This is the same judge, right, that left the bench to go work or, or government to go work for Epstein yeah. and back at the bench. I mean, come on, Larry. This is so open and notorious. Uh, from the FBI agent Brian Auten to the to to Trumhold or Trumbolt to uh, Peter Strzok, they don't have any credibility anymore. Our Department of Justice has zero credibility. Our FBI has zero credibility. I'm to take their word for it. 
Oh, you found evidence you didn't plant it? I mean, this is really a banana republic at this point. Oh, evidence gets planted, believe me. You know, I have a brother who was in the Philadelphia Police Department. He never did it, but he knew that other people did it. O.J. Simpson, I mean, the guy was guilty as hell, but they still planted evidence. They wanted to nail his coffin, and they got caught. They couldn't even do that, you know, by taking blood to the crime scene. You know, what kind of a moron does that? You know, and, and he got they got caught, and, and O.J. got off scot-free as a result. So it cuts both ways. We don't have to go but, to MLK. You could just point to Michigan. You see the the joke of a trial, how they railroaded these guys. The entrapment is too easy of a word. They were paying people to join a militia. It's preposterous what's going on, and what's, what's supposed to be my justice system. Well, now you've got a Gestapo of the Justice Department with its FBI, and on the horizon is a Gestapo of the IRS, with 87,000 agents that are going to audit anyone who disagrees with you. That's me and, and I you. Gotta tell you when, I, when I ran Judicial Watch years ago, which I founded, uh, I got a notice of audit for Judicial Watch after I in, had uh, an impeachment report accepted by Congress to impeach Bill Clinton. Right after that, immediately, they said, what is your political affiliation? That was illegal. I sued them, and we held off an audit for, for six years, I think a world record, actually, uh, w came into office and you know eventually went away. Not that he was all that great, no. but it was a political hit by Clinton, and he did that to a number of my clients. So the IRS is being jacked up to weaponize it for use against the American people as we speak. And if you combine that with the Justice Department, it'll be a total stranglehold on the American people. So let me ask you this, because you are my lawyer. I've adopted you as my lawyer, even though I've never sent you a Thank retainer you. check. Um, when I have a president that comes out and says, this group of citizens I do not trust, I do not like, then he adds this bureaucracy, uh, these agents of the IRS, to specifically, there's no question in my mind, Larry, he's going to target his political opposition. I've got a sitting governor of New York, who says, listen, you MAGA people, get the hell out of my state. This is nothing that I, this is not supposed to happen in America. Can we not go after these politicians who are clearly going to use the strength of government against people they ideologically disagree with? How is this legal in my country? It's not legal in your country. And unfortunately, Sean, our vote means nothing anymore. It means absolutely zero. In the words of Hillary Clinton, in the proper context, what difference does it make? Uh, Because when the Republicans get power, and you can see how many emails you're getting every day like I am, give us more money, give us more money. When we get into office, we'll investigate all of this. Well, who wants to hear their investigations anymore? They they didn't balance the budget. They didn't reform Obamacare. They didn't give us the clarion call in Afghanistan. They knew what was going to happen. They get national security briefings. They go on Fox News smiling because they're happy because they think that's going to get them reelected. You know, so what happens when they get into power? We still have Biden for two and a half years. Oh, so we've been trying Biden in, in our uh, we, we indicted him with citizens grand juries. We've been trying him for the bribery from communist China, Ukraine and Russia, negligent homicide. We started a citizens grand jury last week to indict Attorney General Merrick Garland, FBI Director Robert Ray. Also, Biden himself, Anthony Fauci, who's responsible for the death of six million people worldwide by sending, um, you know, gain-of-function research along with the seeds of COVID-19 to the communist Chinese to a military lab that creates bioweapons. That's not in dispute. And why? Why is it that we don't know the answer? Because you know what? 
we created the seeds of COVID-19 in our own lab Yeah, in D- for Dietrich, Maryland. And then we sent it to the Chinese. So that's why it's covered up. So the American people, you know, don't get the truth. We're headed into what I'm trying to head off as a violent revolution by taking back our own legal system. We have the right to do that. Justice Scalia, when he was alive, wrote a majority opinion, United States versus Williams, for the Supreme Court that said the grand jury belongs to the American people. Before we had a Justice Department on July 1st, 1870, the American people needed out justice, and we have the right to do it. There's nothing in the Constitution that prevents it. And, in fact, the Declaration of Independence is a testament that we can do it. So that's what we need to do. I agree. And the problem is we're not going to be taken seriously. This will not go anywhere because who controls the levers of power right now are the Democrat mafia. But this, to me, sets the ground for what's most important. And I do believe that the groundwork is there for secession. You know, I try to tell my audience how wonderful it is to live in a state that honors Americanism and American principles like Florida and so many others. But they don't understand because you spend generations, you're tethered by love and affection, and the cost destroys the equity of your of your value of your dollar and your home and the rest of it. So most of them can't leave. But the reality is there is grounds to secede without violence. This is something that you, know, you see articulated by DeSantis on a daily basis. You see... Abbott articulate this has there been any organized movement to this because I really can't afford to tolerate two and a half years of the destruction of my freedom and liberty that is is commonplace in this Democrat mafia how can we, we need to declare, move forward go to our website at freedomwatchusa.org we need to educate we need to get people to react quickly we started a third continental congress you're invited to become part of it I want to get all the Conservative radio talk show host part of this because you educate. We need a new government, not a new nation. We choose leaders that are elected, including cabinet secretaries, including judges, and we move on. And this is what our founding fathers did. Yeah. You know, they elected Washington to lead them. The king declared war on us. We didn't declare war on him. We just said we're going our own way. And if they declare war on us, we have our Second Amendment rights. We have the right to commission militias. We will fight back. But we need to say, you know, boys and girls, stay in Washington, commit crimes against each other, Democrats and Republicans. We're out of here, just like our founding fathers did. You know, we can't take it anymore. Well, Larry, you know, the thing is, I watch what's going on with Donald Trump. I mean, this guy, you know, luckily for him, he can afford this. He has a team, an army of lawyers. An ordinary businessman, an ordinary man, could never afford this onslaught. This has gone on as an atrocity of government abuse of, of, of the power they have. Who knows how many... Hundreds of thousands of time and, and victimized who many who knows how many millions of Americans by misusing the IRS to seize it. What we have over this last uh, 18 months is a guarantee that that is what our future look looks like. They pass a bill. There is no representation by the other side. Now they have their Gestapo. They can articulate it to go after their political enemies. I mean, they're going to drown out millions of people who can't afford to fight back. This is You're the right. reality. And we need to well, stop what? it. Why, why is Biden still there? Why haven't they been introduced one article of impeachment, even though it won't go through, even for the symbolic value? Because you know what? Biden is a master criminal. Okay, he's, yeah. he's, he's been grafted with millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, laundered through Hunter and others. But there are many Republicans that do the same thing. So therefore, there by the grace of God go they. Maybe not at that level, but they do it. McConnell's done it with his wife, Elaine oh, Chow, with China. You mean she doesn't like he him because of his strong jaw? He's yeah, he's he's bought yeah, he looks like a turtle, doesn't he? <laughs> he looks he's, like an old he's lady. Bought, 
he's bought and paid for by the Chinese Politburo that Elaine Chao, his wife, his family is very close to. They have big shipping interests in yeah. China. He never says anything about China. It's perfectly fine, you know. And and, and you know, you get another senator the same way. So you know the saddest part, the Larry. That Larry, the yeah. saddest part, Larry, is that they have the protection of the FBI, the very bureau that is supposed to investigate them, is clearly in bed with the worst corruption in our government, the Democrat Party. It's undeniable. What are we the people to do? This is when I need Larry Clayman, the best lawyer in this country, as far we, as I'm we concerned. Need, I want people to, you know, it sounds a little self-serving, but I'm the only one that will do it. I want them to go to freedomwatchusa.org, contribute to our cause with tax-deductible contributions, freedomwatchusa.org. We need to ramp up. We need to indict these people. We need to try them. We need to convict them. We need to sentence them. And we ask the military and the police to carry it out. If they don't do it, then we do it. We have the right of citizens arrest in 48 states. We will have court process if we get convictions to carry it out. It's legal. And then be prepared. Be prepared to defend yourself, as we did in 1776. And I believe that we have God on our side. You know, our founding fathers, against all odds, created a great nation, divine providence. It's time that we need to take risks, calculated risks. And our founding fathers wrote at the end of the Declaration of Independence, we pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor to form a new nation. They risked their lives, and we need to do the same thing today. Larry, I'm going to be back in uh, sunny Florida next week. I'm going to contact you. I want to take you for lunch or dinner, whatever you're good with, cigar, coffee, you name it, because I couldn't agree more with you, and I want to help. I want everyone to go to Freedom Watch. Uh, You're the only one that's putting up the open fight. I love it. God be with you. Thank you so much for joining me, Larry. Look, look, Look forward to seeing you. Take care. We'll take your calls and comments when I get back. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I love this song, kid. It is so bizarre, so outrageous, that this crook, And I don't just mean because he stole the election. He is an obvious asset to the Chinese Communist Party, whose policies and destruction of the American economy benefits the Chinese Communists. He's clearly an asset to the Ukrainian oligarchs. We're giving weapons and money, it's disappearing, and no one gives a rip because he's protected by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Otherwise, he wouldn't even have a chance. They would have arrested him when he reared his Botox-injected, hair-plugged face to pretend to be president, let alone what he's doing now. Not to mention he's ruining the furniture. He's clearly wet and everything. Filthy animal. Phil in Downers Grove. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Good, Phil. How are you? Okay. Uh, I just want to make a couple comments on the topic of succession. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've just been reading, I just finished the second volume of Shelby Foote's Masterpiece, The Civil War. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jefferson Davis, this this kind of relates to this. All he said is, all we ask is to be let alone. You know, like, yep. we didn't like what was going on. It didn't go on. so well, though. And it didn't go well <laughs> for him at all. 
And he also, these are quotes, I worked night and day for 12 years to prevent the war, but could not. The North was mad and blind, would not let us govern ourselves, and so the war came. And I think that's a pretty scary thought. do you remember, I don't know if you ever, I don't know how long you've been listening, but I had on um, DiLorenzo, Thomas DiLorenzo, who's an author, who wrote all about Lincoln and the Civil War. And it's astonishing when you realize how long that war was in the making, how it started with the tariffs of abomination. You know, it's sold to the kids as Honest Abe and the slavery. Read about what Abraham Lincoln really thought about slavery and recognize that this country got rid of 13 states, outlawed it, because in the Declaration of Independence, it's not legal to own another human being. And how complex that specific topic was, but how what a distraction that is from the real issues of the Civil War. And then keep in mind, a president who, with arrogance and ignorance, deployed the military on Americans and realized how the rhetoric was very similar to right now. He first didn't yeah. have respect for the, for the South. He didn't have respect for the states that disagreed with him. And the next thing you know, he unleashed the military. Listen to Holcomb. Listen to Biden. Listen to the Democrat hierarchy. Do you think they'd have a problem unleashing the military on Republicans? Of course not. We're lucky uh, we're, we're no. not in all one area. Phil, it's a dangerous time. But the overarching point is the writings and the reality is we don't have to be extorted. We don't have to take this. We're a free man. This idea that I have to, oh, I hope they don't pass a law that outlaws my freedom again. No, 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 no. It's all unconstitutional. The entire government at this moment in time does not have a constitutional policy. Not one. Thank you very much, Phil. I know this is conversation that isn't popular. But are you supposed to, am I supposed to Pollyanna for the Republican morons? Never forget who the Republican morons are. Again, sort of an anti-democracy Republican. Do you feel that's what you're going to be doing uh, uh, over the next couple of years yourself? Yeah, I mean, look, the biggest issue, not everybody agrees with me, certainly in my party, and even Democrats that like to say things like, well, but you're still a conservative. Yeah, I'm a conservative. Um, But the bottom line is the biggest threat right now to our country is democracy. And if you have Republicans that are running against even left-wing Democrats that believe in democracy and believe in voting, that person should be elected over somebody who basically would overthrow the will of the people. And ultimately... Adam Kinzinger, Tea Party Republican. The left-wing Democrat should be elected over the Republican. This is what it looks like when you hate a personality so much you abandon principles. It's called Adam Kinzinger or Liz Cheney's rash. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. It's freedom. Nice. All right, Mixie, Mixie, and Oliver, lower that. It's freedomwatchusa.org. You know, I started to talk to Larry Klayman because we're both so disgusted with how unmoored from the principles of Americanism this government is. This, You know, the government's only job is to protect me, protect my unalienable rights. Instead, they're who I need protection from. Listen to the way this particular government in America, circa 2020, talks to its citizens. And we're here to say that the era of Trump 
and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Mr. Chairman, earlier this week, the president referred to the MAGA, Make America Great Agenda, as almost like, quote, semi-fascism. You heard the president's inaugural address the same way I did. In that inaugural address, President Biden said we should not view each other as adversaries in this country, but as neighbors, and we should treat each other with dignity and respect. How does semi-fascism as a label for the Republican Party fit with that inaugural address? Well, the one thing that President Joe Biden has been has always been consistent. Yeah, he's a fascist pig, corrupt whore. You know, Chuck, what's interesting about this when he, as you described, used the word semi-fascism to describe the MAGA philosophy this week. Let's go back to March when he was in Poland. He said of Vladimir Putin that he couldn't stay in power. And that became controversial. The White House, you know, backpedaled on that. They're talking about us as the way they talk about the Soviets. When, in the course of human events... It becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. I declare the government is who I need protection from. They cannot provide protection of my rights. The government has declared war on me. Somebody who disagrees with the collective corruption of socialism, communism, and fascism. Not to mention corruption displayed by the modern-day Democrat mafia. It's time. Over. See you later. FreedomWatchUSA.org is the correct name of the site. Go there. Register. Because if you think... This particular fascistic, corrupt, Democrat mafia doesn't know who you are. They do. All they need to know is you don't vote for them. You're not in their organized syndicate, organized crime. doesn't have to be violent. After all, I don't, wanna, I don't want you around me. I don't want you around me. Let me take my earnings, my property, my life, and do exactly what uh, that tramp in New York said, Holcomb. Move down to Florida. Tom, Blue Island. Well, you know, Sean, like Dan said at the cigar night, they're not going to let you take your stuff and go. They're going to follow you down there. I don't have all my. I gave all my stuff away to uh, freedomwatch.org, <laughs> USA.org. Um, I mean, I mean Sean, the reality I is you have to prepare yourself for what's coming. If you didn't prepare yeah, yourself, yeah. then you're a dummy. I'd rather give it all away and burn it down. I hear you. On the, uh, the last call with the Civil War thing, uh there was a candidate in 56 who was farther anti, he was a staunch anti-abolitionist named uh, Samuel Salmon Chase. He ended up being the namesake of uh, the Chase Banks. I know you're a money guy. Yeah. Uh, he he sure. wasn't in it financially, which means they probably paid him off. So you'll get a kick out of this one. Uh, when Lincoln won in 1860, he made Salmon Chase the Secretary of the Treasury, and he's the one responsible for the original printing of dollars yeah. as opposed to uh, against the gold standard. And then when he was reelected in 64, Lincoln named him the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. And you know what the first thing he did was? He made it unconstitutional to print any kind of money, buddy. And so we're going to tell you right how now. Far back. 
right now this last thing this last thing of 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 ten thousand dollars per student loan not student per student loan is as unconstitutional as anything this government's ever done absolutely and totally unconstitutional but then again search your Search your mind and review the bills that have been passed under the illegitimate presidency of this diaper-wearing dimwit, the feeble fascist. What bill, what taxation, what law is constitutional? They demonize people who want to keep their own money and and make it virtuous to steal it in the name of a select few? That is the premise of unconstitutional. And yet this is the philosophy of the Democrat mafia. Mike and Elgin. Hi, Sean. Hi, Mike. You know, uh, one of the things I read years ago was about, you know, one of the main things why they started the Civil War was uh, the South wasn't paying their import duties from uh, that they were getting from overseas. The tariffs of abomination so, the past 20 years prior. It's interesting. It's interesting stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and there's historians out there that say, you know, that the, the U.S. didn't survive the Civil War because of the, the, they passed that stinking 14th Amendment. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really understand it. They, the 14th Amendment created a, youth, a, a U.S. citizen that never existed before. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court has ruled that, now it, it sounds racist, but it says it applies to the black slaves that were freed. And if you want to disagree with that, if you just read uh, Andrew Johnson, he vetoed the 14th Amendment when it was, when it was uh, put forth. And uh, he wrote an extensive paper on the 14th Amendment and what it would do. And it yeah. really basically destroyed. So, and to pay a tax, an IRS tax, you have to be a U.S. citizen, which most of us aren't. We're actually, you know, citizens of the state, but we, we sign all sorts of paper, voter registration, driver's license. First of all, and here's the other thing, Mike, why is it that so few people put, put the, the correlation the, the, correctly? There's a reason that a progressive tax was the number two plank of Marxism. It forever keeps the citizen a slave to the state, which is how they can steer your money and extort your profit. And look at what's been done. Mike, thanks for the call. Take the rest of them when I get back. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. If you don't have the rights that you have been saying your whole life, then they're just empty words. They're just empty words. Do we have the right to break the political bands that bind us to this corrupt mafia? Eh, To me, it's obvious. Joe Biden breaks them. Breaks them. This son of a dog should have been arrested, not elected. I still don't think he was. Joe Schomburg. Hey, how are you, Sean? Great to hear from you again. Thank you, Joe. Well, my my theory on this is is pretty simple. It's, uh, you know, do do you want to keep voting Democrats so the whole country looks like Detroit? And if if so, how soon until the rest of us get reparations? So I'm for secession, are you? Is that where you're going with that? Oh, 100%. I'm behind it, yeah. I'm I'm not working for everybody else. I'd like to come for me. And and to me, uh, uh, Joe Biden Biden broke the, the agreement between my government and 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 myself he clearly picks favorites he clearly is going to use the bureaucracies to intimidate his political opposition which is me and i don't have to take it i'm an american 
I say he is a Kmart horror. I, That's what he is. I like it. Blue light, Joe. Thank you, Joe and Schomburg. I love it. I mean, after all, if we don't have the right, then what are we supposed to do? If not now, when? Every aspect of this government is riddled in corruption, riddled in failure and fraud and abuse. And we're the only ones I hear talking about the 70% of weapons that are gone, gone, gone. I'm the only one telling you, did they declare war? How come we're fighting at least four? At least four wars. Not everybody's as stupid as a Chicago Democrat or as corrupt as one of their supporters. Don Merrillville. Hey, Sean. Uh, your, your adopted lawyer alluded to it when he was talking to you about, you know, yeah. you, you, you stand your ground and then you prepare to defend yourself. Yes. So he's already, he already knows it's going to get physical. Well, you, you also have to be aware. It already has. You know, you right. can say what you want, what your opinion, what you, you know, the propaganda, whatever the case is. This is a government that already has deployed its military on citizens that it ideologically disagreed with. They never talk about 13 states that abolished slavery without a shot being fired long before Abraham Lincoln won. They never talk about it. Yet here we are. Listen, ask every kid in, every kid in America, who's the greatest president? And it's astonishing to me. They all name the only president to ever deploy the military on his political opposition. That's scary, brother. That shows you how great propaganda works. So should you be ready to defend yourself? Yes. Thank you very much. Frank, Arlington Heights. Hey, good morning, or good, good night. Good evening, sorry. We'll take um, them all. Go ahead. Take them all. Well, you know, this, I, I read this article today in American Greatness about the J6, uh, January 6th prisoners in uh, yeah. D.C. It is so disheartening how they are being treated. They are pre-trial defendants. They aren't even, you know... People who have been convicted of anything. And, I mean, how long is this going to go on? Frank, why do you I mean, think so many Americans lawyers think? are terrified to even bring this up rather than rallying to their defense? I don't care if you agree with them or not. The idea that this government has locked up citizens it disagrees with and let armed criminals walk out on their own reconnaissance, steal less than a 1000 out of a shopping spree. It's in- shoplifting. It's insane. This is not America, brother. And yet, where are all the good lawyers? Oh, they're running for Democrat judge in Cook County because you get to sit on the table of Wisdom LLC with Eddie Burke and make a million a year through your passive investments. See, this is the problem with the country. That's why it's time to secede. If you think Cook County and two sitting Cook County judges right now, family court sitting right now, judging cases, they're all multimillionaires buying up tax auction properties with Eddie Burke. Frank, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. See, you either stand for something or you bow for everything. I'm done. I don't bow. I never was good at bowing. And when it comes to defending yourself, talking to a guy from Mulrose Park, I got brass knuckles on me right now. Three, one. Come on, give me a segment. Can I get another one? You sure? This guy seems friendly in the next hour. I can't take a segment? Damn it! I'll be back in 21 hours. Nice try, Sean. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.